today on Todd and Oscar's Car Talk. Print your own car or buy the new Apple iCar. We're going to have all the details. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 135. Thanks for tuning in. Tell them we're back, baby, and we're here to talk about cars. It should be Car Talk with Todd and yeah. Oscar instead yeah. of Tech 411. But the tech world has really, really, in the last three weeks, exploded with some big news. Just yesterday, I would imagine the biggest news with Apple and its Titan project. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it news. Apple isn't saying anything. But go ahead, uh, fill us in on what we do know about Apple and uh, them be building a car. The Titan, the codename Titan, by the way, just the name alone makes me think it's real. Titan, right? <laughs> like, right. like it can't get any cooler than that. I sit here, I'm like, oh, this is so awesome, and it's got a cool name. Uh, Bloomberg broke this on Friday. There have been this past Friday. Uh, rumors have, have been swirling around for some time now that Apple was amassing some sort of car division. Now, the first conversation I've heard weeks ago was about a software for the cars. You see CarPlay and the Mercedes-Benz and other highline mm-hmm. cars out there. So that made sense. But them making an actual physical car was something I hadn't heard before. And the evidence that's there to, to suggest that um, that may happen is a little thin, uh, with all due respect, uh, to, and you used that point before the show, uh, Todd, and, and I, I, it is, but there's still evidence. I think the biggest red flag, or um, I guess if I was putting together a case, my, <laughs> my, my biggest point would be that uh, I think it's interesting that, one, Elon Musk released all those patents just, just a little under a year ago to the world. Uh, the, so the electric car company or the business itself could hopefully he wanted to create more demand, not necessarily competition, but more demand with people making electric cars. And then Elon Musk also doesn't deny the fact that he met with an Apple acquisition team and he doesn't say why or how, but he did go meet with them, which was interesting. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call that the smoking gun. The interesting thing uh, that I read was Apple is poaching car battery engineers. So in the last month, Apple has hired uh, a lot of engineers from this battery, this car battery maker called A123 Systems. And, you know, the reason that we know this is because A123 Systems has sued Apple. It claims that Apple is playing dirty and trying to gut its company by hiring away their employees. What's your thought on that? You have been in the real business world uh, much longer than I have. Uh, I live in kind of a vaudeville cartoon land. Uh, but as far as engineers are concerned, uh, most of these, if you're there, I would imagine, and if someone comes give, and gives you a better offer, you're going to leave, right? Uh, yeah, and, and you're going to look at to a, a car company, or not, not a car company, but you're looking at a, a company like Apple, and, and you just expect that they will do well no matter which direction they take. I mean, they, they have so many billions of dollars in the bank at this point. Um, and uh, in, in terms of uh, the engineers they're hiring, you know, the A123 company is lithium-ion batteries, and of course, Lithium ion is in every phone and every, you know, laptop computer. That's the heart. 
that is that is the you know the energy energy source for um, all all of Apple's you know portable products. So uh, for me, it's like, well, does it have to be a car? I mean, maybe they just want better battery life. I mean, certainly that's something that Apple has has really done well in terms of uh, its laptops. You know, giving a almost full day charge or ten hours. Uh, as well as the new iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's like maybe they're not building a car. Maybe they're just trying to improve their existing product. Uh, this is the thing, Counselor. Let me, uh, if you don't mind, if, yep. I could, if I could address the bench and explain, yes, you've got some great points. I think that you're right. They need better battery life. It's not a far leap to say that the battery life is something that they should be concerned with across the board for all their products. The one question I have, though, is if, if it's about battery life, why is the, the, the executive that's running Project Titan allegedly a, for, a former Ford executive? Why is a car company guy running that? Yeah. And, again, they, they are trying to get into your dashboard. We already know that with the car play. And, and maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe they – I don't know. It just seems weird to me, especially – uh, given how hard Tesla, had, like Tesla, almost went bankrupt right before they created the Model S. Yes, they are like they were in trouble. They were uh, in trouble. It, they were absolutely in trouble. And, you're and then they right. came out with the Model S, and then they won Motor Trend Car of the Year, and they got all this attention. And it was not an easy road for for Tesla. So uh, I. I just this is what is called a second mover advantage. There you go, business school. The second mover advantage, <laughs> which would allow Apple to have let Tesla hold that road, right? They've paved the way. And mm -hmm. whether they acquire Tesla, because let's be honest, and you said this, I never brought this up, Todd. You said that Tesla trades more like a software company than an actual car company, right? Sure. Yeah. So yeah. you're Apple. And if your major competitor is Google, and Google, uh, much like they did with the smartphone and Android, um, has a car coming out, right? So mm -hmm. the smartphone and Android, uh, Apple came out with uh, their wonderful phone, and then Google came out with their wonderful operating system for mobile, and they've been battling this out for years now. So it's, uh, there's Android and iOS. Why can't there be a, um, a Google X car and an Apple car on the market? That's, I don't think that's, a, that's a, a big leap to make. Well, Google's car is the self-driving car. Yes. So... Uh, I think that's a little bit different, but uh, I, I don't know if Google's actually going to manufacture these things. I mean, we don't, I don't, maybe they will. I, I, they definitely want self-driving cars and they're definitely the company that has the, the mapping technology to make it possible. Yes. Uh, and, and again, I think Apple, you know, another part of this article is the sighting of the mysterious sensor field van. Um, yeah, I saw it, that. It looks and cool. It looks pretty good. It's like a minivan with like a spaceship on top of it. Yeah, I mean, but so people are thinking that it's related to this Apple car. But, you know, you got to remember Apple Maps is like was a complete failure. And yeah. They need to make <laughs> Apple Maps better. Uh, and the only way they're going to be able to compete with Google is do what Google does with with their uh, cars and, and commission uh, a lot of vehicles to record streets. And yeah. now, you know, Google gets most of its mapping information from these 
vehicles that they drive around and they bought ways and they own ways now yeah it's it's just they they own that space now what if apple said f it they're always going to own that space where could where else could we compete because apple maps still to this day not so great uh if by default sometimes it just goes on my phone to apple maps and i and i cringe it's like seeing an ex-girlfriend you're like oh i effing hate this and then I jump on over to Waze or Google Maps, and I'm like, okay, my friend my friend is here. I'm back. I'm not going to get lost. It's not going to take me into a ditch. Yeah. Right? Look, so you, I don't, I you're don't an, know. You're I don't... an electric car owner. You love your Tesla. I, I, I've, I've ridden your Tesla. It's, it's as advertised. For dollar for dollar, your best value. If Tesla and Apple start working together, what's the downside? Um, no, there really isn't much downside, but I will say that I believe Tesla has has a much better relationship with Google than they do with Apple. Um, you look at, you know, the the mapping software in my car is is Google Maps, right? Yes. And the founders of Google have invested in Tesla, like from the beginning. Like they, I don't know how much they they own, but I think they, you know, put in a substantial investment into Tesla. Um, so I guess that's. <laughs> You know, is Apple trying to buy Tesla and so they can get rid of that relationship? I don't know. Uh, it, to me, this just seems like a lot of uh, there's just not a lot of depth to this story that's really got everyone talking. This Apple car, so much so, uh, even the Onion ran. A <laughs> Here we go. Really, really great article on. You know, we found the fe- here are the features of the Apple car. Uh, here is the list. The windshield uh, features four times as many pixels as reality. The uh, full vertical integration with Apple gasoline. The drivers prompted to sign into iCloud before each gear shift. And let's see, compatible. It's compatible with most most major roads. Uh, sleek, unobtrusive airbags. <laughs> and my favorite one was, uh, oh, here we go. Windshield cracks easily, though car typically still works uh, fine afterward. Uh, <laughs> it'll have a sticker price of $85,000. Drops to uh, $199 with a two-year Verizon contract. That so, is good shtick. That is yeah. good shtick right there. I like that. You really can't go wrong there. That is fun. Yeah, I look, I'm. you know, I'm a, fan, I'm a fanboy more than you're a fanboy. I, I, if this is happening, I, I guess the, what, the, take, the key takeaway would be this. There is no downside for the consumer here. If, they, if it's uh, an ecosystem they're building to sell to cars, like a car software, and they want to build that experience, because really, if you look at the economics of this play, if it's just getting into cars because you consume so much media in cars now that it's easy to say, okay, uh, we want to be able to have families download iTunes movies uh, in their minivan for the kids right away, in the long run, and they're going to buy a bunch of music that their library library is going to go into their vehicle as well. As far as consuming media, that makes sense. But yeah. if they could get into the car space as well, because there's also a rumor that Johnny Ivy's a car guy, I, that would be interesting. So it's a no, he is a car guy. Yeah, it's it, not a rumor. It's a it's a it. He's got a Bentley and an, and an Aston Martin DB8, uh, DB4, DB4. Um, if that's the case, and that's the guy who's kind of spearheading this, then that'd be fun as well. Either either one of those options, Todd, are good for the consumer. I will tell you this uh, from owning uh, the Tesla for, I don't know, it was going on maybe two years almost. That Feels like yesterday, right? Jeez. It's it, when, when you can tell that, 
you know, this is a technology company. This is not a, an automobile company because like they keep improving the car. Like it keeps getting upgrades and it's exciting. Like at least once a month I, I'll start up the car and it goes, we just installed a new version of whatever, right? Like you were on 6.1 right now. And it's like, do you want to see the new features of, and I'm like, yes. And you click it and it's like, <laughs> wow, they added all this stuff. Like they keep adding new feet. What car company does that? None. No, like you'd have, no you'd have to go to the garage. You'd have to go to the garage and, and hopefully get some sort of update. Yeah. You'd have to pay money, go to the garage and then like they'll, put in a new mapping software and that's that's the most upgrade you could ever get with a regular car whereas like i'm getting new features delivered to to my car all the time and it's it's crazy that's and it's, phenomenal and it's like i've never i've never experienced a car that is getting constant upgrades and new features and and you think about you know smart the smartphone world and it's like that's that's what that is that the model of you know smartphones we're, we're always getting new upgrades new apps new features and in so why not bring that to you know your the car automobile? yeah I, and I, tesla I did that. it and tesla did it and you know i i think ultimately they're they're gonna be like one of the top automobile makers because of that because customers are like me are fanatical about how how well uh they're doing like giving so much for free once you know i haven't paid a dime more yet i'm getting all these extra features and i couldn't i couldn't imagine switching to another automobile company because like you don't get that with anyone else bold you know? statement absolutely and you're so, right you're right and you don't have to be a tech guy to understand the the dollars and cents i went when I had the, uh, my Audi, I went to you know the Audi dealership, and I said, these maps are the worst maps ever. I usually just use Google Maps. I know you can't give me that option. How do I upgrade my maps? And he came back. He said, well, you can get the new disk and upload. And I said, there's a disk? I mean, we're still using CD-ROMs here? What the hell? And he said, yeah. And he said, I said, well, how much does that cost? He said, $500 or $499. I said, I'll pass on the disk. I'll just keep using my phone, <laughs> you a-hole. 500 bucks? It's crazy. And that... People are, are don't like that, right? No. We don't think of that. Walked we don't away, like that's man. bad customer service. Walked away. Another key insight into Elon Musk giving away all his patents outside of just creating demand and, and a, a larger industry for um, these electric cars is mm -hmm. his stake in Solar City. And I didn't think about this until I just went to my parents' house because uh, I, I like just, you know, seeing my mom and dad once in a while. And um, they had put solar panels onto their home. And I sat there and I said, well, what do these uh, foreigners, uh, my mom and my father, know about solar panels, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, they, they, get, they get it. I, I underestimated what they were sold on, but Solar City came out and put them, put them on, onto uh, the, the house. This was, uh, I guess, two weeks ago. Two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago? Yes. They, in the snowstorm? They no, put... right before the snow came. They came oh. and set them up. The, uh, the process took I'm about not making any money now. No, the, the, but the process took about four months to clear with uh, zoning and the county, this and that. Really? So my dad told me, yeah. You uh, can't just throw them on your roof. You have to get them zoned. You would think it's it's that's America, but unfortunately, Montgomery County, where they live, there are uh, there are uh, that you have to get certain permits to do that. I'm sure my neighbors aren't happy either, but I think it looks cool. It's nice to just drive up and the panels are there, right? Yeah, it's interesting when when I bought the car. One of the things they they, they, I guess they emailed me and said, hey, do you need uh, someone to install uh, your electric charger? 
uh, we rec we we recommend Solar City. Yes. Right. And I remember like clicking the link and trying to sign up for an appointment, and they never got back to me. And then like two months later, someone finally contacted me, and I'm like, guys, you know, I this was like two months ago. Like I already yeah, had yeah, an electrician install it yeah, I mean, too late so i uh, it got me thinking geez they, they're really dropping the ball like you know what i mean they should have or maybe they're just so busy from installing charger they just can't get they couldn't get to me you know for two months later but i i remember thinking in my mind it's like yeah that company sucks you know it's like <laughs> why wouldn't you call me back yeah but like, it, i need this so i get it i absolutely get it and then you know i don't know what the demand or or, or supply is as far as uh, that type those type of services in in your neighborhood but I'll say that if Elon Musk and his stake in Solar City is as big as it is, he basically owns a uh, he owns a piece of it. Well, doesn't his brother run it or something? I, I, I think he might he might be is. majority owner. I just don't want to speak out of, out of school, uh, but he has this huge stake in it. And if he if he if all these electric car companies just start coming out of the blue, he's going to make money regardless, right? Yeah, that's the brilliance of that type of move. Where you sit there, you're like, oh man, this guy's. He's just such a such an amazing businessman, and he's made so much money. He doesn't care about giving patents away because he wants to save he wants to save the planet Earth, Mother Earth, and he he has this like amazing pr uh, public profile. And yes, he he does if he's pushing this industry to grow as far as um, electric electric car is concerned and pollutants. But he also has a stake in it on the on the back end where you're like, this is a stroke of genius. Yeah. Right. So his brother, I think. Does work for Solar System uh, City. Kimball Musk. Kimball. Um, that might that, that might be a tough life, right? You're like, oh, hey, <laughs> you're Elon Musk, brother, Kimball. Like that's got to be a lot to live up to. Jeez. Yeah, but I'm sure he's doing quite all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Uh, you know what I mean. It's but just... Elon's is the chairman. Yeah. Of Solar City. Oh, see, there we go. So yeah. Big win. I'm sure he's a huge investor too. Big but, win. Yeah. Pretty Very wild. cool stuff. Uh, I mean, um, you also had a story about uh, thank a local you. company coming to uh, – uh, what was it, 3D car printing or something yes. like that? I'm glad, and that's why I said this is going to be Car Talk with Todd Car Oscar. Talk. Car talk. Um, so – yeah, you know, I'm excited about the Apple Car. Well, you're excited works. about 3D printing in general. But. I, I was a 3D. I was into 3D printing before anybody else was into 3D printing, and I never even had a 3D printer. So uh, I'll say that probably the best uh, three grand I never spent because I don't know what I'd print. I think if you go back in the archives of the show, I had all these ideas of what I would print. Um, but I, I kind of knew that, you know, I just there are not enough things. I don't know CAD. I just don't know what I would do. But these guys from Local Motors did, and they are coming to the D.C. area. And if you're not from around here, that doesn't matter. It's a stone's throw away from the Capitol. And they're opening up a 3D printed car showroom. Uh, they're called Local Motors, and they say that they'll be able to sell their 3D printed cars right from that showroom. And it's as simple as that, that they can give you options. And once this takes off and they start delivering here, by the end of the year, they say, um, they'll take a car that basically your, your common car has 25,000 parts. They've broken it down to 49 parts, and they can print most of the car. And once you get your designs in and what you want, they can print in a day. They have a model of this up on the site, and if you just Google it, you'll see it come up on my Fox DC or anywhere else. 
It looks pretty cool. It doesn't look dorky, uh, and it's reinforced uh, with carbon fiber somehow. And I got to tell you, if I sell this on the road, I, I would definitely look twice because it's, it's a beautiful car for something that's been printed out of a printer. Mm. What do you think, Tomo? Be, well, I'm just looking at the website. It says, be the first on your block to own an electric-powered 3D-printed car from the factory of the future. They trademarked that, the factory of the future. So um, it's interesting. I'm, you know, <laughs> it's like, is everyone trying to get in the car business? I mean, this is it's printing your own car, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nope. I mean, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't sound safe because I didn't think you could print like really sturdy stuff, but maybe, <laughs> maybe they found a way to. To make something a little more sturdy than, than yeah, I imagine iPhone case Tim printed for me, but you know, I don't know. It looks and just to give you a uh, just kind of a, it looks like a, ra- a rally car. If you're into rally racing, it looks like a sports car that should be a rally car. Big tires, uh, the cabin is a, a little tight, seats too. Uh, the dollars they're not releasing here, but I heard anywhere from. You know, depending on what you get, fifty to eighty thousand dollars, maybe less for the first few models. But they're all over the board. Different articles have different uh, numbers, so don't hold me to that. But you can see this in action if you're in the DC area by going to the local motors um, showroom in the National Harbor. So if this is something you want to kick back on a Saturday or Sunday, just to check it out. I think I might actually do this, Todd, to go eyeball it. Um, it might be fun. Just because it's something different, right? Yeah, you can sign up today. Uh, apparently, the Strati is their their car that they're making right now. It takes 44 hours to print it. And um, does it drive? They say, yes, it does. <laughs> That's Once, a key question. You need but to here, here's the caveat, I yes. guess. Once the 3D printed car is cleared by U.S. vehicle rules and regulations, it'll be drivable in public rules, uh, roads. Our goal is to complete this in 2015. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you might be able to get your car this year. End of the year, man. End of the year. Print that bad boy out. <laughs> <laughs> like we print it one tire at a time. What would you trust more? Would you trust the 3D printed hamburgers and steaks that they, you know, they claim to, <sighs> that are out there or and try those? Or would you rather jump in a car and go on the highway to something that's been printed right oh in front my of you? God. They both could kill you instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair question, though. If you had to choose. If I had to choose. Yes. I would say probably the car because I, I wouldn't have to, like, drive it fast or on the interstate. Yes. I could just treat it like a golf cart or something and you can always you know kind of just i don't stop know the car. Printed meat, i just don't i don't think that sounds good i'd rather become like a vegan than eat printed meat you know? <laughs> okay really hey well i was i would say i would counter that with some of the vegan food i've had uh tastes like it's been printed uh, <laughs> so well it can go both ways i think yeah that's absolutely true okay so that's that's the car talk uh we've yeah, got some new car news talk what do we got what else we have? We well, have, very quickly, I don't have much to say uh, on HTC One, but you know, Mobile World Congress is uh, next week. Yes. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a big deal, and that's where a lot of these companies, uh, smartphone companies, make their big announcements. So HTC One M9 is what everyone's talking about right now. Uh, they think it's gonna, you know, maybe bring the company back, it, but it. it it looks like a really it got leaked, so we can kind of see that it's just a nice looking phone, you know. But yeah. I, I, 
I think it's too late for them. For HTC. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know anybody that's ever said, hey, Oscar, this HTC really rules. I do. I, there's a lot of I've, I've heard people say that. Really? Pretty awesome. Like it is it's it's probably the closest thing to an Apple phone you can get. Oh, wow. It's Android because it's like all metal aluminum body that kind of and they really do look nice okay so they are kind of like a high-end uh android phone um so i don't know we'll see what happens there there's a huge write-up on htc and how they're going to reinvent themselves uh it sounds like they're going to team up with under armor the baltimore maryland yeah Cup. they just bought and that app that uh did you see that news by the way uh, about what uh so under armor bought one of these fitness apps for like a, a zillion dollars Really? Let me pull it up right now. Go ahead with your story. I'll pull up the details. No, they're just going to partner up. Obviously, HTC wants to get into the wearable space, and who better to team up with than Under Armour, right? No, I agree. I absolutely agree. I think the more uh, the more options you have out there, uh, the better. Also, it's important to note that is the, is the Mobile World Conference going on? Because you're going away this week, right? Yeah, well, it's it's really weird. A lot of people were upset that GDC and Mobile World Conference um, is is uh, at the same week. Like, who who who's the idiot that put those together? Um, so GDC is in San Francisco. It's the Game Developers Conference. I'm going out there with my uh, my game developers, and we're gonna we're gonna you know see all the latest and greatest stuff in terms of gaming and mobile gaming, um, but at the you know the same week you have the mobile world congress uh which is in barcelona spain oh look at that and uh espana espana and uh, it should it should be really cool uh i've always wanted to go i hear it's very expensive to go let's go next year please i can figure out how to make vacation work with that i'll be out of school well either way it doesn't matter if it lands on a week that i can go we should just go we gotta live our lives that'd be awesome I would love to go to Barcelona. I think that would be a lot of fun. That thing, and awesome. A lot of people make this trip, and uh, yeah, I want to do it maybe next year. It's yeah. a good idea. I like that. I like that. Um, just quick update. Under Armour did buy. This is in early February. I remember because I thought about this, and I wanted to call you, and I should have to discuss it. Um, so they bought MyFitnessPal for $475 million. Wow. Right? MyFitnessPal. Yes. I don't, I don't think I ever used my fitness pal. Me neither, but I went and looked it up. I was like, oh, my God. And look, the, the best description right here is off CNET, um, and I'll give them full credit. A food tracking app with a massive community of people that helps manage a database of nutritional information on almost every food item you can find. My fitness pal also has apps on Android and Windows phones. Uh, they record every calorie you eat and, and help you stick to the dietary goals. I don't know anybody that uses those apps. Like, the, there's so much... So much effort to just log everything you consume, you know? Like, I don't think they're that popular. I that, can't believe they paid that amount of money for $475 million. It. They also bought another app called Endomondo. Endomondo? I don't even know uh, what that is, but E-N-D-O-M-O-N-D-O. Um, oh. Interesting, uh, because, you know, as far as health and fitness, that community definitely wants something like that, right? But for yeah. Under Armour not to just develop their own and just buy it, I thought that was a uh, that I mean I just wasn't expecting that because of how much money Under Armour actually makes. Well, you know that's the big the big, the next big thing is of course health related apps and sensors that monitor everything about you, and uh, so 
prepare yourself as we enter in the, uh, <laughs> the next phase. Like smartphones are done, I think. Like they're all really good now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, how much there's not much difference get? between an Android and an iPhone. Like they all have pretty much the same feature set and screen and capabilities and you know. So what's the next big thing? It's it's really just going to be like monitoring of yourself selfies that's know? fair that's fair yeah uh and like but with data you know yeah not so just photos like data we're just going to be metrics. recording everything we do and beginning met yeah metrics to do analysis on and that's the next big thing yeah you know, my brother's in, in in bolivia right now and he pulled out his fitbit he goes look how many steps i took today he's thinking she wanted to show show it off to me right so three years ago but okay yeah well you know it's, but i i was sitting there i'm like you you're the last guy that would have a, a, a little Fitbit. Like, what's going on here? It's like blowing my mind. Like, Why? Because it's not into exercise. Well, no, it's just like uh, may, a fit. I just I know my brother very well, right? I, he's not really an exercise type of guy. The fact that he has the Fitbit now and he's recording his steps is interesting to me because I just it, it, I guess the technology has its scope is so grand. It's gotten a guy who doesn't really work out all the time to wear one of these things. Yeah. And then brag to his little brother what he what he's doing, right? It's just not his thing. Um, I and I can see like if you had a Fitbit, you, I I had a Fitbit briefly. It's because we work out and we're active. But when people that aren't working out are buying these things, I think that clearly you're right. These wearables are getting to a whole new level. Uh, and yeah. and the Moto, by the way, the fitness app that they bought is a fitness tracking platform uh, for and social fitness network connect connecting athletes throughout the world, utilizing GPS. It's like a, a, a what is a worldwide uh, leader uh, in I guess it's got to be an international app. I've never heard of this before, but you can share how well you do and how good you are at certain uh, sports. Pretty wild. Sounds like every app I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, you know, you share your data with others on Facebook. Buy, Yay. sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, pretty wild. Uh, but next yeah. week you're gone for a week, right? Oh yeah, GDC. So. Uh, I'll be out there, and uh, it, it's always a good time out. out um, and GDC has, like, a, an indie game uh, award ceremony, and last time it was a lot of fun. So That's you get cool. to all these, you know, developers that created, you know, this is like our Oscars for, for game developers. Oh, cool. And so, yeah, it's neat. You get you, and, and then you get to talk to these guys that, you know, won these awards, and it's fun. So we're gonna do that. So I'll probably have a lot of uh, gamer news uh, for for the next show that we do. I can't wait. Uh, quick question before we get to apps of the week, and I know that uh, our time's limited here, but um, do you? What are your thoughts on all these television ads for all these games that are on Android and iOS? Um, and that by that I mean I'm not saying Angry Birds and and uh, you know Vrovio uh, having their ad for Angry Birds on on the, the Super Bowl. I'm talking about these. Um, Clash of Clans, yeah, Game of War, and there's so many ads. They said there's got to be something's got to has to be working if they're sustaining this clip of ads on television. Yeah, the most expensive medium out there. Yeah, it's crazy. No, and I see the same ads uh, all the time, and and not only on television, uh, but you see it in all the apps you use. Like I'm so tired of what's her name, Kate um, Upton. Is she the one that's always showing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's cleavage. Show, yeah, showing cleavage <laughs> yeah. and galloping on horses. Like, it's any app I use on my phone, 
Like I have to see her on a horse. <laughs> and it's so annoying. Like I actually tweeted her and I said, would you please stop making these commercials? Because <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. They, you can't escape her. But that's, I guess that's a testament to like, the industry though, right? I don't know. Unless like, I don't understand how this company is still in business. They must be, they're spending so many millions of dollars. But it, again, I guess it's working. Uh, there must be an ROI on that, right? It's yeah. like in the in the app world, though. I can tell you, it's very difficult to to uh, get an to install to take yeah advertising money and actually turn that into profit. Like it's 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 a losing game, you know. Like if it costs me, and I just ran you know some ads on on Facebook, and you know on average, it's costing me like fifty cents an install for a free app. Right. And, and it's like, I don't know if I, you can make that money back. Like it, well, my apps, yeah. you couldn't. I don't know if that's sustainable, right? 50 cents. <clears throat> no, it's not. It depends, you know, in, at least in my world, you know, I'll be lucky if I make a nickel off of you. Uh, and, but you know, these games where I guess you just get roped in for months and months and months. And it's one of those builder games. And it's like, They've got the equation figured out where I guess they can run a Super Bowl ad and get their money back. Yeah, I was blown away. I just sat there and I said, damn, what is going on here? Like, we must be missing something, but you're right. Or they said, it's, it's, uh, we're going we're gonna to go, go out swinging. We've got six months of this budget and we've got to <laughs> get what we've got to get or we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I, and then you see it, uh, you see it more and more. And it's like, man, these guys figure some. Maybe you can. Maybe you'll study that, like case study, in your in your classes. I'm hoping so, man. That would be really neat if they did a case study on does advertising on the Super Bowl work for an app? Because I guarantee you that that's that's a loss. You know, there's no way they're making that money back. Marketing is next semester, so I will definitely look into that. Um, I do want to. So it's time for apps of the week. Just quickly, I want to give everybody a heads up. Uh, I always we mention this every time, but we are on the brink now of releasing the new updates for the uh, Tech Four One Show app, the TMOS app, and Bode. Uh, and, and you know we've got an X Factor coming out as well. Um, so look out for that. If there is any type of update, go ahead and update. I know most of you guys auto update, but uh, if you've got an Android or an older phone. Look for that update because uh, it's super nice and it makes, you know, let talk about When are you going to publish it, man? They've been done forever. Yeah, I, that, um, that's what I'm getting to. I imagine okay. by, by the end of the week they will be published. It'll come out on Android first and it'll go through the iTunes review process and then it'll follow there. But when it does happen, I will mention it on all the shows. Okay, cool. very good. So stay tuned for the Tech 411 show uh, as well as all the other podcasts. Oscar's involved in all getting an update um and okay apps for the uh the week yeah, yeah, nice uh, i'll transition. go i'll go first because it's uh it's quick but i've been using you know ever since i transitioned back to uh the iphone uh i i like to have um a way to like save articles uh and i've used uh, i used to use uh pulse in in the in the past okay. for my news yeah 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 and it had a feature where you could like save articles and but i got tired when linkedin bought them it just started to annoy me and it, it didn't become as, as as good as it used to be uh so w as i talked about before i switched over to uh the smart smart news app mm -hmm. and so one of the things that you can do with not only smart news but any app is uh when you see something you want to save, you can just hit the share. And then if you have this app, 
which is my app of the week. It's called Pocket. If you have that installed, it'll save the article or whatever you want to save to, you know, one central place. And they have an Android app too. So, and it works out really well because then, you know, now that when we come and do the show or do this show, or if I want to, you know, catch up an article that I read uh, that I saved for later, so to speak, I can just run uh, Pocket and then I get all of these articles. It doesn't matter which app I saved it from. That is effing awesome. But it's it's like a it's like a little saved copy. Does it, is it really, an iOS? Yeah, it's iOS. Oh, wow. Pocket, but it's also Android too. Okay. Um, so like I just fired it up and it has all these articles that I ended up saving, um, and the websites that that I saved them from, and so it's really easy to use. And it'll work across all your apps. Doesn't matter if you're just using a browser or, or whatever. Uh, it's a quick and easy way to just save an article and it'll file it off for you so you can read it later. That is super cool, man. I will definitely look into it. Uh, the name again, I'm sorry? Pocket. 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 It's so simple. Jeez. I put it in your pocket. Great name. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, my app is, uh, it's actually, uh, this is an app that Dan Cole put me on. Oh. Our friend Dan Cole, yeah. Uh, it's like LastPass, but it's called Dashlane. And I got to tell you, it's a password keeper. Um, but I use it on my iPhone because I wanted to test it out. And I was like, okay, because I never really use LastPass on my phone, right? Why? Uh, I, just, I, just, I just never transitioned. But I was talking to Dan. He's like, you got to just try Dashlane. And I was like, well, I'm a LastPass. Just try it. I tried it, Todd, and it's phenomenal. Like, I love it. Uh, Dashlane is a free app. Uh, check it out. They have a, a you know a free service, or you can pay for it depending on what you want to upgrade. And I've been using it for the last uh, two weeks, and I enjoy it. it. Gives you one master password. Uh, it's just nice to see some other people out there. And I wasn't sure if I was going to keep it because I was like, I'll, I'll now I'll try the the LastPass mobile. But I'm really liking it so far, man. Like it's pretty cool. So it's a iPhone app. Yeah, it's an iPhone app. Well, I just went to it. You can. It's also a PC app. Um, you can uh, cross the board. You can do it. You know, it works for Android yeah, too. Android as well. Yeah, but you don't. I mean, my first question to you is: is why is it better than LastPass? Do you know? I don't think it's necessarily it better? better. I think it's just a, an alternative. Is that fair? No, I want you to do a deep dive here and tell me. Okay, how about why this? I would want to give up LastPass? I can't tell you until I actually try the LastPass mobile, and I'll do that for next episode for you, and I'll compare the two. You'll compare the two? I'll compare the two for you. I would like that. I think that's only fair because I do feel like I'm kind of cheating on my girlfriend uh, by using Dashlane. I've but used you LastPass. use LastPass, don't you? I do use LastPass. I made you sign up for it. I do. That's... I got tired of you asking me what your password was. <laughs> and I was like, just install LastPass. No, you and actually you... saved me with that. And I can log into any of your accounts because I know you use the same password for all of your accounts. Oh, I, and it's like I, I'm, not I've, good. I've changed them, Todd. Changed no, them. You, no, you I had to because I thought I, I, could, I got hacked. I could say it right now and I could probably log in to 90% of okay, all well, of your well, well, the important accounts don't have the same password. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I thought I got. I thought my LastPass got hacked, or my computer got hacked. I, sh I asked you not, um, like four months ago, and I freaked out so bad I changed my LastPass password. You, your master password? Yes. Really? Isn't that wild? And then it was just a false alarm. I thought that, that I had some malware on my Mac, and that's then silly goose. My, that's but, my biggest fear in life is is somehow a keyboard logger got gets put on to one of my computers 
and then I log in the last pass, yeah. and boom, my whole life oh, is out I know, there. I know why I changed it. It's because my American Express got hacked. And, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, so that's why I was like, F this. I got to change all my passwords, including that password password. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never had a – I mean, my, my password is pretty good. I mean, oh, I'm sure. It's got like 24 one, characters but, and whatever else. Yeah, and, and so what I, what I also did – fairly recently was i went to all of them any place that i actually have money stored yes whether it's paypal or one of your banks like i went through and i had LastPass generate those really impossible oh, like, they're encrypted wow. they're like 12 jumbled mess <laughs> like there's like and, and yeah it's like it's impossible to hack that kind of password and you don't have to remember it because it just fills it in for you. And that's why these that's things smart. are so great to that, use, right? That's super more smart. Simple. One password for everything. Yeah, so, so I'll, look, I'll try LastPass Mobile. Uh, Dashlane's treated me right. I'll let you know and when you get back from uh, the Google, uh, what is it, GDC or W, what do you would call it? I always mess it up. I'm sorry. Uh, it's GDC. GDC. Okay. I got it right after all these years. Yes. When you get back from, <laughs> when you get back from GDC, I will give you a full report. A full report? Full report on apps That's of the week. That's your homework assignment. Don't, I want you to get an A on this, okay? <laughs> you do a good job. I can submit it on Canvas. Give us all the details. Is that what you're using Canvas? The cool thing. Is... Everyone should know, like, when Oscar, like, sends me flowcharts now. Like, <laughs> emails, like, flowcharts. Like, with arrows and images. And I'm like, really? Did you just spend, like, an hour drawing <laughs> arrows? I... <laughs> Is that did you use Canvas when you were testing out like the Get, apps? The apps? No, it that's called Napkin. It was actually one of my apps of the week. Oh, Napkin. Napkin's super easy. That it, it looks like I spent a bunch of time, but it's uh it make they make it so easy. Boom bam, you're done. Boom bam. Boom bam. All right. All right. Very good. Uh so what do we got? What are we doing? We're, now? we're wrapping up, man. What do you have to promote? What, what, what yeah, what do you have to promote? Oh, well, you know what I have to promote is uh, Globers Free uh, just was released and featured this week on Google Play Store. So if you have an Android device, you got to check out my latest video game, Globers Free. Uh, it's fun. It's easy to know. You just, like, have to pop these bubbles in order from – and there's numbers on them from least to greatest – and I do this every morning. Like when I wake up, I end up playing a game or two just because it really helps get your brain moving in the morning and, and trying to like just look at all of these different numbers and then There's mass appeal. swipe. And this is the great thing about it is like you swipe. If you can figure out, if you can find a pattern on the screen where you can swipe through multiple bubbles at the same time, you'll get like a, a massive score. Oh. And so that's, it's, so it's more than just like tapping on, you know, these bubbles. It's actually, you want to draw a pattern and you'll get more points that way. But anyway, it's a great way, you know, everyone's, as you know, everyone, you know, falls asleep to my app. And this is, this is one of those things, these games where I think it'll wake you up. Right? Okay, it'll, yeah. It'll you, get your brain get your moving. brain moving, exactly. Also, so please check it out. For your kids, uh, if I'm not speaking out of school, Todd, I remember when the original Globers came out. Yeah. Uh, I got my nephew Luca and the little genius. I loved it. Like he would and just I, sit you there. Know what? I, it took a stroll through memory lane. I wrote uh, Globers four years ago, which was a rewrite of my first app I ever made called Bubble Pop. 
and it was based on the same concept. And then, so I wrote Bubble Pop in 2008 for the original iPhone. And then uh, in t when the iPad was first released in 2010, I wrote Glowburst. Yes. And it was just an iPad game, but it was based on the same concept of having to pop things in order. And Apple featured it, right? It was one of the first downloads you could get for free on the iPad. It was launched with the iPad. So they oh, ended that up. that is huge. It. I remember that. Yeah. And then, and now here we are four years later from that. And I rewrote the whole game for Android. And it is so much more fun now. It's, it's just interesting. Like you actually, like this game has roots all the way back seven years. And, you know, I, I'll go years without ever doing an update, but, you know, it was time to take the original bubble pop game and, and really make it cool. And when you see the fireworks, I'm, pla I'm playing right now. I'm playing it's, right now. This is awesome. Almost, Whoa. It's like hypnotic, but remember it's for Android. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing at, on Android. It's, when does it come out on iOS? Very soon. Uh, it's been submitted just waiting for review. So hopefully in a week, uh, it'll be out on iPhone as well. And it looks amazing. Like it, it's, I, I spent, I, I, I want to geek out a little bit right now. Go ahead, man. I, I'm playing it while you geek out, please. Like I spent days optimizing those particle effects. Like when you tap one of the glow pads, yeah, like the, it's uh, the graphics are like fireworks. Basically you're it talking breaks about, yeah. up into uh, thousands of little particles and those little particles will bounce off of other things on the screen. And it was a tremendous amount of optimization required to do that. And uh, it was actually a lot of fun. Like, it was, for me, that's fun. It's like, how do I get 5,000 little dots on the screen to bounce off of stuff uh, so that it's fast? Ty, so that's my favorite part of this, is I, the explosion. I got to tell you, I, I have my Android device with the Moto X um, because I'm, we're doing a little testing on the different apps. Yeah. And I just downloaded Glowburst. The swiping that Todd's talking about, you're not selling that enough. The graphics are beautiful. Don't get me wrong. They're gorgeous. But the swipe is what makes, at least right now, fun for me where you're just, it, it's like, it, it's almost for an Android, if you want to, you have to play it. Just get it. If you're out there, you yeah. have an Android, just get it. It's, it's super fun. Congratulations. It looks like, like it's going to be a hit. Yeah. And he's, so four years ago, it was just tapping on the bubbles as fast as you can. But now I was like, I want to make this more interesting. And the whole, the whole swipe where you don't lift your finger off the screen, you'll get more points yeah. if you do that. And it actually makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, so. I, again, congratulations. Uh, Glowburst, get Glowburst it. Free. It's oh. Glowburst Free is the title, and okay. it is free. There's a paid version, too, but just grab the free version and, and try it out. Let me know what you think. Glowburst Free. Uh, all I want to plug is, of course, uh, make sure you are subscribed to Tech Forum One on iTunes. Give us a nice review. Also, follow me at Oscar Radio on Twitter. You're guaranteed at least one tweet every day. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, working hard. Get into 10,000, Todd. 10,000. I'll, I'll tell you right now. It'll be depressing, but I'll tell you. Um, no, it's not. You have so many followers. I have <laughs> I like 3,000. You've got like three times. Uh, I was just on it uh, before I came in here. Uh, we are on. Um, we've got 8,947. I'd like to get to 9,000, please. That would work. Wow. I'm getting there. Close. Getting close. I, I, I'm always amazed how useful Twitter is becoming. Um, oh yeah. So, uh, real, real, real quick side story. No problem. So, in the past, like when I had problems with 
companies that I use, like for for example, my healthcare. Yeah. Like I was having a hard time getting it uh, approved or something. I, something was. I guess I didn't submit the right paperwork. I don't know what was happening, but I was getting frustrated. I couldn't get anyone on the phone, so I tweeted the company, and they ended up calling me right away. Oh, so wow. Recently, recently, I am having problems with, like, my company and uh, the use of this payroll service. Okay. Like, they keep making mistakes. Oh, uh, my God. Payroll. So Thanks. I ended up tweeting them. And I had all these competitors like pounce on me, like, hey, we'll get you shut up on our service. And then those <laughs> but then the service that I use, like they're they're calling me from the corporate office, you know, like I didn't even like reach out to them. They called me. And this was the best part. Like they you know how like on Twitter, if you follow someone and they follow, you can direct message yeah, each other. DM. Yeah. So so this payroll company was DMing me, uh, for more information and then I, and right away i got a call from corporate and you know they ended up like you know listening and taking care of it and getting this done and 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 then to top it off like the pay the uh the payroll service dm'd me and said by the way this is like on the side i just want to thank you for writing the app white noise oh my god <laughs> it's put my kids to sleep for four years straight so the lady who actually was tweeting me and trying to help me actually was a fan she had your yeah. product that is phenomenal but it did that unrelated i just thought that was interesting but like when you tweet pe people seem they listen. to listen right it's like and a back get... door to the front office that's what it's, it is it, it really is like this th this is different right this is like public email public messaging and these big companies who keep dropping the ball because they're so big and you're just another number they're starting to pay attention that's to cool. what people are saying on twitter and it's got me thinking i'll run this idea by all it. right i i think we're gonna be like i think society is gonna move in this direction where people that have more followers are gonna get better service oh wow yeah i could see that um I guess you know the only comparison because if because like if this company saw that I had three followers, do you think they're really going to call me? But the fact that I have, I have three thousand, maybe they go. You're right. Wow, I, we better get this solved. Yes, because right then he because this is the difference. If and is that bad? It, I think it's well, bad. it's a popularity contest. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So if if I, if I tweet in and I'm like, it oh, makes me want more followers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this uh this doesn't work. And then they see Chad tweet in with his forty thousand followers. They're probably gonna call Chad before they call me. That's just numbers, right? right? That's yeah. all it is. They're gonna go, okay, who's more famous? <laughs> that's it. You know? Oh, that sucks. Makes, it makes me wonder: Is this the way that we're going? Are we gonna um, uh, pop? Yeah, I like the way you say it. it's a popularity contest. Uh, like I, people I who not. are more popular on Twitter will get better service from companies. Well, that's a bode well for all the bots out there. You know? But it's so true. But like, I even even as a small business, like when someone tweets me about white noise or something's not working or whatever, I always go look to see who they are, how many followers. I are think they. that's human nature, but yeah. it, but it does bring you better service. I can't lie. It's just it's like getting a table at a restaurant or getting into a club or a bar or or, or getting in front of the line. I remember I distinctively being at WVU and I'm waiting in line like everyone else to get into this bar and Mark Bolger comes up who was the star quarterback at the time and had a career in the NFL after the fact walked up like he didn't even look at the line it was just right to the front you get right yeah. in 
uh, service without with a, with a smile. Pretty yeah. wild, man. Pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I agree. I think so that's virtu- virtually you want to be a football player. Uh, no, I don't want to be a football player. I would. <laughs> no, I mean like the popularity. Yeah, yeah. If it the, if you, if you're on a so college you get campus, to the front of the line. Get to the, again, Todd. Let's be honest. They're calling Chad before they're calling me. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. the bottom line. How can we help you, sir? Yeah, I see you're... you do a radio show and you have forty thousand people. And this is the beauty of the of the tw- of the tweet. Um, when when I would if I work for CBS right now and I tweet as long as it wasn't anything racial and it was my own personal opinion because you see a lot of these people that are famous that have their own Twitter handles out of the media that say all opinions are not of CBS or all opinions are not of ABC or NBC. They're my personal thoughts. Mm-hmm. That you have the power to leverage that popularity that was garnered through your workspace. Did you ever promote your your own Twitter handle on the radio? Barely. Or or Not was a, it kind of like near the end? Of, it was near the uh, end. Well, near the, the beginning the, of Twitter. It was at the beginning of Twitter, and nobody was really using it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Like it was a, we were Facebooking. That's what we were doing. You're okay. That's why you got five thousand friends on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Mm. But Twitter now, I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's I think Twitter's. There's something to it, man. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's going to be here for a while, and I, and I, and people are starting. I'm I'm starting to think about advertising on it. Just see what happens. Oh you know? wow! I love to hear that. Jeez. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay. Um. Yeah. So uh, this uh, this Facebook advertising was just so it was interesting. It was fun. Do you think if you tweak it, you could get better than fifty cents an install? Yeah. I. Yeah, it's weird. I I had some ads that did really well, like in the twenties. Oh, that's awesome. So that's like half. On average, you can use, you know, expect 50. And it seems like that's where Facebook wants you to be. They want you to pay 50 cents per install, which is a decent deal. But yeah, I was getting in the t- low 20s. That's uh, phenomenal. Off some of my advertising. So yeah, the, you, can, you can do better than 50 cents. All right. Well, can't it's, wait to see how that evolves. Uh, what a great show. 54 minutes going on. 55 oh, minutes, Tomo. Yeah, we uh, guess we had some catching up to do. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah, again, uh, thank you for listening. As always, spread the word of the about the program. Uh, Marcus Serta, you can go after yourself. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> and that's about it. All he does is just is th- you know um, throw us under the bus on his promos. But I, the fact that he's promoing it is great. Yeah, I, I, I he's he's the busiest man at TMOS. <laughs> Yes, he he's, he's, he's a promotion machine, this guy. He's a little agency, man, his own little agency. Yeah, that's awesome. We have to have him on the show sometime. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, and uh, good luck at uh, GDC. Enjoy. Have a okay. safe trip. I can't wait to hear all the details about the, the conference and the parties. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait for it, so we'll definitely talk about that in a week. And uh, that's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.